you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Wednesday Best Bets episode in the NBA, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Glad to have you with us. Everything we talk about on today's show can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. Best way for you to track your picks, you get up to the second information where the bets and money are coming in. Complete bracket breakdowns. We have so much content. We have these, we're going to have these like live shows running the day of the tournament. So you can get it on days, plays of the game. That's going to be found in the app. We have Big Bets on Campus has all these pods. There's Kerner going through how to basically game theory your your bracket pools. I'm using that. I'm feeling good about my brackets, which means they'll be toast by Thursday. Uh, Put in some bets last night. I faded my alma mater, University of Missouri. Utah State's going to get it done. They're 1 18. Don't give a shit. They're going to win that game. Excited to bet the tournament, but this, is about the NBA and to bet the NBA on Wednesday. I got Jay Money coming off a game where he said, "Come on, man! I don't. Why are we even talking about this? The Lakers are winning." This game. <laughs> and I said like a million. I was like, "I don't know, Jay. Like I don't know." And he's like, "No, the, I don't care what the number is. The Lakers are winning this game. <laughs> Lakers were up by forty at one point. His he's Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter at Jay Money is Money. Also join us from MSG Networks in Miami." Hanging out for Heat versus Grizzlies Ooh. on Wednesday yes. night is Sean Little. You can find him on Twitter at Chicago Flow. Sean, how, how's South Beach? I, I laid on the beach all day, broke Fuck down you. some games. Fuck broke you. Down I'm in Colorado. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> it was great, man. I had to get out of NYC for a couple of days. It started the snow, so I took off. I'm going to go catch Dylan Brooks and uh, the clown show that that is. <laughs> it should be a good time. Jimmy Butler versus Dylan Brooks should be something Ah, to see. Jay, good night in the association on Tuesday? Yeah, everything's cool. Um, I did have two plays, so the Knicks are losing right now, so that's not good for for uh, me right now. It's all good. One in one day. Um, no complaints out of me. Didn't lose any money. All right. We're going to go ahead and go around the table. We'll give a list of our best bets, and then we'll circle back around. We'll do the cap. Sean, let's start with you this time. What's your best bet for the Wednesday slate? Bulls Kings under 239 minus 110. This number's too big involving the Chicago Bulls at home. All right, Jay, what's your best bet for Wednesday? 
Give me the Miami Heat here. Shout out to my guy Sean down there. Hope he's rooting for him. But yeah, give me the Heat minus three and a half. Okay, you got another one for me. You want to? Yeah, I want to take the Lakers. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about I want to. We'll talk. We'll Matt, talk why'd you do that, Matt? Why'd you do that to him, Matt? <laughs> Trying to pre- I'm peer pressuring him into taking the Lakers again <laughs> on a back-to-back without Anthony Davis. Uh, I will take the under in C's Wolves. This is our NBA bet stream game of the week. Check out NBA bet for more on that. I'll be on a live broadcast on the League Pass app. Uh, you can check that out in the uh, League Pass app. Just go to streams under for C's Wolves. I will try and contain my enthusiasm towards the Celtics losing because I really need them to lose just like a handful more games for my under 55 and a half and under 54. I had like a max play. Uh, so that's a, that's a thing that I, I'm going to need, but I'm going to have the under in that game. Let's circle back around. Let's start with Sean. Uh, you're, you're betting a game with, with, with the bulls here under 239 Kings and bulls. Which side of this do you think gets it done to the under? Yes, let's break down both sides, right? The Bulls over the last 10 have just been sensational on the defensive end. Number one in points allowed in the paint, 37.4. That's seven points better than the third team in the NBA, which is the Grizzlies. Number one in fast break points allowed, 9.6. Two full points ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks, who are number two in the last 10 ball games, And we know the Kings want to get up and down with Fox and the rest of those guys. Number five in opponent's points off turnovers, 14.6. Maybe the most important note of these these trends, I guess you could say, over the last 10 games, the Bulls are absolutely dead last in pace. 95.4 possessions per game over the last 10. We know the, the best offensive team in the NBA, which has been the Kings, when they're playing at their best, they're getting up and down and running, kicking the guys like Monk on the wing, Barnes on the wing, Herter on the wing, the rest of the guys. So, but the Kings the last 10. Number four in pace, number one in offensive rating. But like I just mentioned, all those things that they're doing extremely well, the Bulls have been slowing up. Kings number six in the in fast break points. Bulls number one. The Bulls can't shoot it also. Ten made threes a game. That's worse than the NBA. The only way they compete in this game, the Chicago Bulls, if they slow it down and play their game, which is a slower pace, defensive focused, especially at home. Couple of uh ATS numbers here as well. Kings 12 and 20 to the under on the road. Bulls 13 and 20 to the under at home. Any under involving the Sacramento Kings is going to be a little spooky. I understand that, but the Bulls will slow these guys down just enough to go under 239. They've been playing better. As you know, they blew out the Denver Nuggets in Denver. So they they slowed that potent offense down as well. I know they haven't been playing that well over the last what three they've lost what now three four straight now they've lost four straight if, if as we record this on tuesday night but i think the bulls slow them down just enough 239 is too large of a number in a in a tight game with the with the spread being one some i've seen a pick them in some spots as well so i like under 239 bulls kings five star cap right there that was phenomenal that was awesome i'm in i'm sold i'm tailing that was great uh how about this one for you kings on the road you mentioned they're 19, the under is 19, 12, and one, right? And that's at, that is a solid win rate of about what, 61%. Pretty good for them. Not only that, though, the total in those games, the average total on those away games to the Kings is 235. So we have a, a game versus an opponent that scores less, that defends more at a slower pace, and the total is four points higher. So I'm with you. I, I have this projected 235. 
gives us four points of clearance. I'm with you under 239 and a half. Great cap. Let's go. Jay, can I get you on a, on a total play? Can you, will you join us? Can you, can you, we, we take, will you join? That was a really <laughs> good cap by Sean. No, I like it. Um, I'd like to take the Bulls. Uh, I'd like to take the Bulls game under as well. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be more on the Bulls here if it goes under. I probably won't be getting involved on the Kings under. That's just me personally. I like my my. It's not it's it's not for the faint of heart. You see what I'm saying? So and to be honest, like I just don't really like betting totals. It has to really be a uh, um two rock fight type of teams for me. But high total somewhere around two forty. I know my guys they like taking unders. They'll probably be on this one as well, Sean. So I can't talk you off if I'm playing a total in this one. It's definitely looking towards the under here. It's only a kick, a jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Miami taking on, on the Memphis Grizzlies. No John Morant. He continues to be out. He is uh, checked into a counseling center in Florida per ESPN's reporting. Hope that Jaw gets himself right. Uh, meanwhile, this total is not 239 and a half. This total is 220. Uh, expecting a rock fight between two pretty good defenses. Um, okay. I like the heat play here in general. I'm not gonna play it. I have this rated as like Grizzlies minus like a half a point, Jay. Uh, if I adjust for Jaw, that only gets me to like minus one or two you're under the key number of four here for those that are new to the show like i've done some research and basically teams are way more likely to let you run it out at four and not foul than they are at three obviously or, or less if it's four they will sometimes go ahead and let it run um they'll foul more frequently at four than five so like yeah you're right on the cusp there but i think it's a good spot why do you like miami in particular in this spot yeah, so I want to fade the Grizzlies on the road here. They are two and nine against the spread as a road underdog this season. That's worse than the NBA as well. Um, as, and like I said, they've been struggling on the, on the road as well. We know this, especially without John Morant, without their full offense in this one. Obviously, guys like Desmond Bain could go off. Um, I don't expect Dylan Brooks to go off. He's one of those that he probably he kind of got hot at the house. But you see them struggling against the Mavs B team, a horrible Mavs team in my opinion over the past couple games. They struggle now, especially in the first half of last game uh, in the uh, in Dallas, the first game. In in Memphis, they struggle as well. So I really see their offense struggling here. This is actually a game that I look for under two great defensive teams, uh, two stagnant offenses. If I was going to play an under, it would be looking towards the under 220 in this one, but I will take the Miami Heat to get a win with this one. With the Knicks likely losing tonight and the Nets likely losing, this is a huge game for the Heat to possibly move up in the standings. They've been playing very lackluster, but they can cluster some wins as well. Um, and Jimmy Buller spoke about in the post-game interview as, said, uh, as well, saying we need to string together some wins now. Finally got Lowry back at least in the mix playing some minutes. It's helped them out, uh, at least getting the offense set up here. I think the Heat uh, will lock down on defense here and uh, put and stifle the, the grind city Grizzlies in this one. Grizzlies might not make 100 points in this one. Give me the Heat, minus three and a half in this one. Okay, a couple things here for you. Um, I don't know if this matters. I really don't, 
right? I don't have any like sort of, there's not like types of Western conference teams and types of Eastern conference teams. I just think it's interesting because all of the, the Grizzlies losses are on the road are almost entirely to the Western conference. They're six and five versus the Eastern conference on the road. Now your number about them being dogs, I think is more salient, right? Cause it's like, if they beat the Hornets, is that the same as beating the heat or is that more analogous to having to go on the road to like a Phoenix team? Right. I think so. I think you're probably right there. One thing I gotta, I gotta say the heat have played 50 goddamn games in clutch time this season. Think about that. That means 50 of their games played have wound up inside five points in the final five minutes. That's absurd. Like that is bonkers, crazy, batshit insane. They've played 70 games. 50 of them have been inside five points in the final five minutes. To Jay's credit on the cap, they're 28 and 22 in those games. So they win more than they lose in those spots. Um, I think what I will probably do, given that I have the Grizzlies as like a slight being like, I think the number should be a little lower is I will wait and hopefully Memphis comes out and plays really well in that first quarter or first half and makes a run and then live bet Miami because Miami is a zombie team that will drag their way back into this and win it in, in clutch time. They almost did Orlando the other night, despite so many things going wrong, they will just like find a way and like this number, I don't mind the cap on it because it's like three and a half is, is pretty much just like, yeah, no, they find a way to win and then they get free throws at the end, right? That's what I think this probably projects as. But the only thing is that those games are inherently a little coin flippy and that makes me nervous about betting it pregame. I want to wait. I will say that I'm while I'm on the bet stream, if I see the Grizzlies are up 10 first quarter, I'm firing on Miami immediately because they'll have to, with a line at three and a half, the bookmakers will have to react in that situation and probably make Memphis a small favorite. And then you can come back and get just a money line on Miami at a plus number. Um, any thoughts on that, Jay? I don't think they get down 10. I think this is a smash spot for the heat. I think they come Whoa. out here with emphasis from get go in this one. This is one, it's a bit on the heat, but it's also a bit against the Grizzlies. I don't like the way they've looked lately. I'm glad that they've won a few games. That way this one is in urgency. Remember, they're basically locked into that two seed. Without John Moran, a lot of uh, swirling things going on in the road. Grizzlies also one in five ATS last six road games versus a, a team with the home winning percentage of greater than, six, greater than 60%. So they struggle on the road versus these good teams. That's even with their guys. Um, this is one where I feel like they their, their bench of uh, Tyus Jones starting and not really having the point guard coming off the bench really hurts them in this game. Uh, I like the heat here in a blowout. Sean, you got thoughts? I can't get to a blowout. I, I do like Miami because like you said, Matt, they do just find a way to get it done. Jimmy Butler lives at the free throw line and gets two free throws whenever necessary. The The reason the game was tighter the other night against Utah was Lori Markinen was putting on a show. Shot it extremely well. He's at six threes. He was six to 12 from three. He had almost 40 at 38 for the game. Tyler Hero didn't shoot it that well. The only thing I would say is that they are, they do have an opportunity to climb in the standings, but I feel like they're going to be in that sixth slot. And I think they feel like that too. And Atlanta doesn't scare them. They own Atlanta. They just beat Atlanta twice in the last week. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that Jimmy Butler and Spo and the guys won't come out motivated. But I can't see them running away with this one. This is going to be uh, a tough game. I'm going to tell my guy, Jay, because I'm, I'm going to the game and I'll be in the building. I think they do get it done. But this is going to be – it should be – this is – all the things you just laid out about crunch time, this is going to be another crunch time minute game for the Miami Heat, no doubt. 
Seems like it. Yeah. We'll see you though. Jay's when Jay calls smash bots, he's been pretty good this season. Uh, mine's pretty simple. It's under 237.5 on uh Celtics, 234.5. I'm sorry, Seas and Wolves on Wednesday night. Uh, look, the Boston offense has regressed these power ratings. I think a lot about like where the power ratings are at and can they adjust enough for like how the team has evolved. Boston has gradually regressed offensively. They had a terrible offensive performance versus Houston. I will say that makes me like a little hesitant here on the under uh, because typically after you have a team that shoots like absolute dog shit, they turn around the next game and they actually find the bucket pretty well. On the other hand, if a team shoots ex- exceptionally well from three, they tend to go back the other way. Boston's defense, I think, is is way better than it was at the start of the season. It wasn't in that Houston game. If Boston's locked in, they're probably going to gonna lock up this Wolves team because the Wolves team just doesn't have as many weapons as the Celtics do. So I'm a little bit worried about three-point rate in this one, but I still can't get to this number. It's just simply too high for me. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the under. I've got this projected all the way down at 229.7, so I like it to anything below 230. I think this this winds up being much more of a rock fight. Not rock fight. Normal NBA game rather than a shootout. Minnesota, I think, is pretty good at home. Um, they've been able to, to, to hang in these games. So I don't expect them to get rolled necessarily. And then the, again, the Celtics are just kind of, they're, they're wobbling just like a little bit, uh, wolves at home this season, the under is 21 and 15. That is, uh, 58% this season to the under at home for the wolves. So I will go ahead and take the wolves under, uh, wolves Celtics under 234 and a half. I want to talk about two more games before we get out of here. Speculatively, we mentioned it kind of earlier. Lakers absolutely blow out the Pelicans. They just mailed them from start to finish. Massive game, got tiebreaker, huge win. That was a great win for them. Anthony Davis is going to sit out the second night of a back-to-back because why wouldn't you? It's not like you're trying to avoid the play and definitely got to get the, get everybody rested and not, don't want to don't want to press anybody too much. It's not like this is we're inside the last 13 games of the season or anything. Uh, Jay, this Rockets team knocks off Boston, but is also categorically the worst team in the league. Lakers laying four. I think this is an interesting test of what you think of the surrounding roster that they made at the deadline is basically like is Russell Vando Malik Austin Reeves. Does that get it done on the road versus a Houston team that is so often just completely lost? Well, first off, I'm trying to see, because I think I see like one and a half, two and a half. I mean, like, cause what are we really doing out here? It's one and a half. I mean, what are we doing here? These are two teams going in opposite directions. The Rockets don't want to win. The Lakers do, right? Um, and the, the team, they didn't really have to exert a ton of energy because they got up by 40 points. I'll definitely be betting the Lakers. Like, actually, actually, right after this, I'll be betting Lakers minus one and a half. Uh, I'm not sure what we're really doing here. The Rockets don't want to win games. <laughs> Did they win? It's very possible. But it's one where if they do take an L, I'll just have to take my loss. Um, give me Lakers minus one and a half. Yeah, my number was outdated. I put that in before the books moved it when the Anthony Davis thing came out, which is weird because I assumed that they'd already built it in because I was like, he doesn't play back to back. So why would that be different? But you're absolutely right. That's that's one of those things, though, Matt. Like, we know it's coming. We know Anthony Davis is not going to play a back to back. But until Mm -hmm. it's officially announced, books, people are are a little nervous. To to kind of move that number. That's (laughs) where you could get some value. Yeah, but like if you're looking at numbers early. Like we just we we got on the show. The number was four and a half. Mm-hmm. We talked about we knew we without even getting it confirmed. We said Anthony Davis is not going to play the back to back. It gets announced. It moves two and a half points. So that's 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 a clear spot where if you can get out in front of it, there's still some value you can grab there. I need like any reason not 
to take the Lakers here. And then like a, a good enough one for me is this Jabari Smith has been absolutely balling. J- Jamari's been absolutely just fucking hooping. He's been great. He's finally found Vandy. his rhythm, his shot. He's looked so good. And With Vandy on him, I guarantee you he won't look that good. Jared Vanderbilt. I don't know, man. Vandy's like a I love Vando. I loved him in here in Denver. I thought they should have played him more here. I loved him in Minnesota. It's one of the reasons I like the Wolves last year versus the Grizz. Mm-hmm. But like people like are talking about Vando as like this like hugely I'm like, he's an effort guy. Like he's like a super effort dude. And that's you need those guys. But like I don't know. I don't know if it's like we'll see if he can if I mean maybe, maybe just like putting a body on him is enough because he's a rookie. But this this is a classic spot where if the Lakers get out early, Houston will fold up. Yeah. If they yeah. let him hang. Yeah. This is going to be a tight game. Similar maybe like to Houston. What... This is like the the opposite of a back to back play, but like maybe because Houston first half, Houston and then opponent game has been like a really solid play this season. Mm. That might honestly be something to consider. It's just like Houston hangs in the first half, and then the Lakers actually just outpace them in the second half, and the Rockets go full Rockets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, last one. I'm not going to bet this. I cannot help. I want, I don't know why, Sean, I look at this Warriors line. They're on the road, which immediately is like, do not bet on the Warriors. They're on the road. I, I look at the line. I see it. They are plus two and a half versus the Clippers. It's a short road trip, right? You're just going from San Francisco to LA. They've been, they are the worst. They. I want to stress this. The Warriors are the worst team in NBA recorded since we have data available. We have data going back to 2003. The Warriors are literally the worst against the spread team ever because we don't have data going back before that. <laughs> like no one has been worse, but like, I got, got you, Matt. Listen. Back and they've got, I mean, like Clay's playing well and it's not a bad rest spot. Oh, Jay's shaking his finger now. All right. I'm gonna let Jay go first. Jay, why talk me off of this? So I don't do something stupid, like do a contrarian play on betting a Warriors road game. The Warriors have the same amount of wins on the road as the San Antonio Spurs and the yes. Houston Rockets. I don't I don't really need the same thing. It's really to this point where I know get it twisted. I'm a conservative type of guy. For the like people, that's seven. Out, yeah, well, I'm seeing six. I see six and 26 straight up. It's the same as San Antonio and Rockets. I could be wrong, but it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be that low. And I can't continue to see people taking on a roll. And it's one of those where you just you don't do it. I mean, sometimes the best bet is no bet. I just off the game, Clippers, four straight home game. They're rested. They're starting to play a little bit better. People are not really realizing. I want no parts of the words on the road. I don't, I don't know what it is, to be honest, because I watched it. game. So I can't put my finger on it. They don't play defense on the road. It's, <laughs> I don't, it's the craziest thing, man. I, I wouldn't go near yeah, the it. offense. The offense isn't that good either. But, yeah, to, to confirm, 7-26 and 26 on the road. Now, I will say this. Eight of their next 13 games to close out the season are on the road. So they know they're going to have to get some wins at some point. And this is going to be one of the best opportunities to get one. Like you said, Matt, short road trip, first game of a four-game set that they have here. I I was looking at Golden State. I I was very close. It was – it was between that and the under 239. I really liked the under 239 in Bulls King, so I went that way. But I, would, uh, I wouldn't I would be too upset. I lean Warriors in this spot to start the road trip. Eight of their next 13 are on the road. They have to win a few of those, and this is going to be one of their best spots. Jay, I don't think they lose all eight of those. No, they, they won't. I like they, the Clippers I think, here, though. I, yeah, I think they go to Houston. They, they're gonna, they go to Denver. They're going to lose in Denver, but – this this is a spot where they could catch the Clippers sleeping here, and and Curry coming off that big time game against uh against the Suns as well. 
I was looking at I was looking at Warriors. I lean Warriors. Uh, it's not an official play for me, but I do lean that way. I'll say this: Don't bet Clippers. They're minus one point seven in spread differential at home this season. Okay. Now the Clippers hate say, the Warriors. Man. What's minus one point seven? The Warriors on the road at spread diff are minus six point five. <laughs> They're six and a half points below the spread. Like, yeah, it's a, it's get, definitely got to be a no play. But if you're looking at this and you're just like auto play on the Clippers because the Warriors are on the road. Sean and I both feel like this is not a this is not the spot to fade Golden yeah. State. There will be other ones, I think, on the road. Let's got to wrap it up for buckets for a Wednesday. Let's recap the best bets. Uh, Sean's got under two thirty nine in Bulls and Kings. Jay's got the Heat minus three and a half, and I've got the under two thirty four and a half in C's Wolves. That's going to wrap it up for your best bets episode for Wednesday. Back tomorrow with another best bets episode for the Thursday slate. And then best bets on Friday. Plus, we'll take a look at Futures Friday as well. Got a guest coming on for that. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make sure to hit the rate, review, and subscribe. Our thanks to David Payne, our producer. My thanks to Sean Little and Jay Money. Sean, have a good time on South Beach. Jay, have a good time as we're not on South Beach. It's 40 degrees here, but it's fine. (laughs) And we'll see you guys again next time. Until then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.